Okay, we're now gonna read from God's word. Um, If you've got a Bible at home, I'd encourage you to open it to John chapter 10, verse 22. John chapter 10, verse 22. And if you've got an NIV Bible, like some of the church Bibles here, it'll say further conflict over Jesus's claims. So let's hear God speak to us through his word. Then came the festival of dedication at Jerusalem. It was winter and Jesus was in the temple courts walking in Solomon's colonnade. The Jews who were there gathered around him saying, how long will you keep us in suspense? Are you the Messiah? Tell us plainly. And Jesus answered, I did not tell you, but you do not believe. The works I do in my father's name testify about me, but you do not believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them, in, given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my father's hand. I and the father are one. Amen. And this is God's word. Just before we come with God's word, um, for a very short wee reflection on it, let's just take a wee second to pray. Father, we come before you knowing that you are the author of all truth and that through this word you speak to our hearts. Help us this morning to focus on you and to be in awe of you all the more because of it. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, in 2017, there was a book released um, called The Death of Expertise by a guy called Thomas Nichols. And what the book was about was how in the internet age and with access to so much information at our fingertips, slowly we've begun to distrust experts and institutions more and more along the way. It's kind of like whenever you're at a quiz and you can see everybody Googling the answers on their phone. We now think whatever the problem is in life, we can Google the answer for it. And so experts who we would have trusted in years gone by, we think we can know as much of them. But Thomas Nichols critiques this idea really, really shortly and and powerfully. And he sums it up by thinking this great wee, wee sentence here that he says, these are dangerous times. Never have so many people had access to so much knowledge and yet have been so resistant to learn anything from it. Never have people had access to so much information whilst being so resistant and reluctant to actually learn from that information and technology. And if you spend time on social media, as I'm sure you have done over lockdown, you've probably seen this at work. Whenever people enter into an argument online and they begin to try and draw the information that they can get online, it's not really about educating yourself And it's not really about people trying to learn more and find out more about the issue. What's more important is winning the argument. How many times have you watched a debate on TV and been frustrated because they're not actually saying anything, they're just parroting the same arguments over and over again? It's not about learning. It's not about finding out the truth. It's just about winning the argument. And whenever we read this passage in the Bible, that's exactly what we see happening. People who are not concerned about truth or not concerned about finding out what's real, but people who are concerned about winning the argument. The Pharisees, whenever Jesus comes into Jerusalem, 
they wanna try and trip him up and they ask a question that might sound quite innocent at the start. They say, how long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. So they're, what they're, they've just turned around to Jesus and said, tell it to us straight. Are you really, really the Messiah or are you not? It sounds innocent and it sounds like somebody asking for the truth, but in reality, what they're trying to do is they've set up a question because if Jesus says he is the Messiah plainly, they know they can have him stoned publicly for blasphemy. And so Jesus says, I did tell you, but you do not believe. The works I do in my Father's name testify about me, but you do not believe because you are not my sheep. And Jesus turns around to them and says, You don't believe. If you wanted to believe me, you could look at my works, you could look at all the things I've said, all the proofs, but that's not what you're looking at. You are just looking for something to trip me up, to find some reason to dismiss everything that I'm saying. It sounds a lot like our debates online at the minute, doesn't it? Or the debates we see on uh, on the news. People not concerned about truth, but just looking to try and trip the other up and win the argument. And whenever we are confronted with the Jesus of the Bible, I wonder what your reaction to him is. As you're listening to this, are you thinking of reasons to dismiss Jesus's argument? To dismiss reasons why he might be actually the Messiah, actually the son of God and who he says he is? Are you like the Pharisees who are not really interested in truth, but in just winning the argument? And whenever they can't win the argument, they just want to throw stones. Are we trying to find intellectual stones to throw and dismiss the reality and the truth and the reason of who Jesus is? As we begin to wind down on lockdown and things begin to change, you no doubt feel that you've become a slightly different person in light of this experience. The past three months have been long and we have been pushed in ways we probably never thought we'd have to be pushed. And as you feel yourself being a different person, can I encourage you to change in this one significant way? Ask the real questions about the truth of Jesus. Don't try and throw the stones, or dismiss the arguments, but really look into this and really ask yourself, is he really who he says he is? Because I think once you begin to unpick that answer and begin to try and entertain that it might actually be true, that might be something that's not just life-changing, but life-giving. And let's pray. Father, we thank you for the good news of Jesus. Father, would you make our hearts open enough to the truth so that we might see him as who he truly is, your Messiah and the Son of God. For it's in his name we pray, amen.